Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. This is Brother Michael from Good Tree Academy. One of the questions that comes a lot from the students is, why the hellfire? Why would Allah threaten us with punishment? Why would Allah even create the hellfire in the first place? Many reasons, but one of them. A bird needs two wings to fly, right? And a believer needs a balance between fear and hope to be the most productive, to walk on the straight path. This is something that even non-Muslims know. That if a person gets a certain amount of motivation and a certain amount of pressure, they will be the most productive. The purpose of life is for us to reach our highest potential. Life is a test. We go through this test to become better. Tazkiyah, to purify yourself and become a better person. If there's no challenge and no threat, then we don't have a motivation to become a better person. That's one of the reasons why Allah talks about the hellfire. To give us that threat, so that we feel like if we don't do anything, then we're not going to get away. We have to do something to get away, right? So that Allah mentions that even. Nadiran lil bashar. It's a warning. The hellfire is there as a warning. For you to get to work. For you to understand that you have to do something and grow. Otherwise you're going to fall behind. SubhanAllah. That's one of the reasons why the hellfire is there. And Surah Al-Humaza, Surah number 104, is one of those surahs that talks only about the hellfire. It doesn't have that component of hope. Because the surahs around it have the component of hope. And one thing that happened to me with Surah Al-Humaza is that I was listening to a student reciting Juz Amma. And this is something that we do at Good Tree Academy. We make students recite an entire Juz without interruption to show mastery, to show that they've mastered the Juz. And so I'm listening to the student from Surah Al-Naba all the way to Surah Al-Humaza, no mistakes. I didn't even have to stop him or make him go back or tell him, wait, 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 say this again, nothing. The whole way smooth. He gets to Surah Al-Humaza and he says, He skipped an ayah. I was about to stop him, but I said, No, let me see what happens. He finished the surah. He looks up. I look at him. I go, Hmm? He says, Amazing. He didn't start the surah again. He went straight to the ayah he was missing. That's amazing. He could have just... Number one, he knew he had made a mistake. Number two, he knew which ayah he was missing. Number three, he could go to that ayah without starting the surah over. And that's what we want from the students. We push for them to be so connected to the Qur'an that they know exactly where they are. If not by the meaning, because that's a long-term journey to know the meaning of everything you recite, at least by location. You know where you are on the page and how much is left of the surah. When students are really connected and not reciting like a robot, that's when they're the most successful with the memorization of the Qur'an. This is Brother Michael from Guthrie Academy. Barakallahu feekum. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.